If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. It is my great pleasure to be here. Hope you're well. Hope this finds you doing well. Happy Redemption Thursday. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. You can find me on Twitter at Jay Cameron Show as well. And uh, you're watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe to War Chant TV so you get the latest all our videos, all that good stuff. We've got a lot every week. I know there's a lot of content. Did one earlier today. A little War Chant uh, TV for you uh, with the uh, WarChant.com report. You know, I have to tell you on a Redemption Thursday, got the wagers right here, everybody. It's a big bounce back. I was actually average on Redemption Thursday last week here, uh, but I was I was terrible in my personal life. I I was awful. Um, so it 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 happens. It's um, it's you know you, you gotta you gotta take the good with the bad when you do the redemption Thursday wagers. Yeah, you know, that's understandable. I mean, you know, you're shooting for sixty percent. You're not shooting for ninety percent. If anybody ever did that in Vegas, well, they'd retire after one season. So yeah, it's gonna so, happen. It's gonna happen. But it's not happening this week, Tom. This week, we're burning down the house, baby. That's right. We're gonna take it to the books. So uh, I actually love the slate. There they are. Look at them. They're up. I love the Metro Deli. Both for the food, but also the sponsorship, because it gives us a chance to do that graphic, which is superbly done if you're watching a War Chant TV. Me with a little money bag next to an ATM machine, the cool Metro Deli guy, the pics right there, like it's an actual menu. It's fantastic. Well, and, and see, like you know, you ask that guy at the counter, the little mm. character that they have. Hey, mm. can you do this? I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. It's great, right? That's so good. Uh, go see Rob and the fellas at 104 South Monroe between College and Park online at MetroDeliTally.com. They're awesome. Great people. Really good food. Way to support local businesses. All right. The, um, the deal is this. I got, uh, I, were you surprised? I was very surprised. Virginia Tech is an underdog at home. Got a very good defensive line. Virginia Tech does. They're facing a Notre Dame team that got exposed last week. I thought they might. That's why I took Cincinnati. Uh, Notre Dame's. One-dimensional. Getting off the bus. Notre Dame is one-dimensional. They do not run the ball. So as it turns out, Tom, it was a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Florida State's defensive line is legit. And we walked out of that stadium that night saying, all right, I love this defensive line. Because remember a year ago, Notre Dame did run often, especially on us. As much as they wanted <laughs> as to. As much as they wanted to. And then they all of a sudden this year didn't. But it turns out it was a little bit of both. Our defensive line is good, legitimately, 
And Notre Dame's offensive line's not good. Legitimately not good. And, uh, you know, doesn't break my heart to see it. But uh, give me Virginia Tech plus one. I just don't see it. All right. Jack Cohn has turned back into Jack Cohn. Clock must have struck midnight. He's back to being the same sorry ass I saw on film. So don't know why he had to be Jesus against us. But then again, everybody is against our secondary. And he had to be. Well, Nothing he, short of it. He was great. Nothing yep. short of it with the way we stopped the run that mm-hmm. night. Yep. Well, now he has to do it every week because everybody stops the run, and he can't. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this one I'm sure you're going to hit the thing for because <laughs> I, I, I have a second. I have a, it's a twofer. I have Penn State plus two against Iowa. I think Iowa finally loses. I like that Iowa team a lot. It just so happens that I like this Penn State team a lot. They're kind of mirrors of each other, only I think Penn State's quarterback is is better than Iowa's quarterback. Uh, and also, uh, Iowa has not run the ball uh, as well as they need to to take the pet pressure off Petra. So I, I, I think that this is a low-scoring game. To that end, I took Penn State plus two, and then I took Iowa under first-half team total, 10.5. Don't, they- <laughs> don't think they get there. See if you can get it at 10.5 and, and you take that under. I don't think that uh, Penn State's given up two scores, two touchdowns in that first half. I took Troy minus five against Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern's a bit of a wreck. Um, but, yeah, you know, Troy, I like that Troy team. You can siren away. Here it comes, I'm sure. I mean, my goodness gracious. Uh-huh. You can. Uh-huh. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. They're reeling in College Station. And while AM's defense may very well show up and cause problems for Alabama's offense, they're not so significant uh, to, to win the game. And that offense, you'd think if you paid $9.5 million a year for an offensive-minded supposed quarterback whisperer, you could get some semblance of a passing game there at Texas A&M. But it doesn't happen. And that's not a good thing when you're playing Alabama to be that one-dimensional. So I'll take Alabama and I'll lay the 17.5 here. I feel comfortable with this one. Yeah, that's one of those where A&M fans say F when they lose to Mississippi State. And then they look at the Alabama result and they go, double F. Mm-hmm. This is not good. No, They're good, getting man. right as we're getting Jimboed. Well, they never knew what it was to be Jimboed. And now they do. Now they know. I uh, see you, Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's back. He's going into the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. been waiting, Jimbo. He was 10th row 50-yard line at Doak <laughs> for five years. He's, I'm going to move. But you know oh, why? Oh, that is so good. Because I need to see Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jimbo. I'm back. I see you out here puttering around in the passing game. <laughs> Better coach him up, Jimbo. Uh, yeah, well, they're getting they're getting hostile. The articles came out this week, and it's hilarious. Look at of- that. A toss sweep to the boundary. <laughs> Never seen that one before, oh, Jimbo. Oh, man. Hey, so in the uh, the Star-Telegram there, did you see the— I read the piece. Woo! Interesting. Came out swinging. They did. That guy is not having it. Whoever wrote that is done. Right. Well, yes. He's done. Well, he starts in the second graph, and he says, Our beloved Aggies. I was like, well, okay, okay. so you're going to set that stage. He's going to let you know. All right. Yeah, and then he just said— here comes the boom. You're killing me, Jimbo. Yeah. He, they're like, this guy here? No, ain't going to get it done. Uh, Memphis plus three against Tulsa. Tulsa gives up a gazillion points. I do not understand. I, I'll be true. I'm being completely honest with you. I saw the line. I thought I read it wrong, which means I'm going to lose this game. I don't know. But what I'm telling you is when I saw this, I went, what? Why would Memphis be an underdog to Tulsa? I can feel it all the way down in my plums. They are. I'll take the three. I don't need the three, but I'll grab the three. 
run all day. I'm betting on the money line as well. It's it's the Memphis Tulsa combination. If it was like Tulsa and a and a Power Five team, go, okay. the siren wouldn't be hit. But Memphis Tulsa, Memphis Tulsa, and yeah. that you were aghast when you read the line. That also is an indicator that you're far too involved in group of five football. Well, I mean that's where the the values are, Tom. You got to find the values. A lot of people follow the Power Five. You got to look around for the values in the group of five. See this next game. Love the Houston team. They're, they've won three, three or four straight, I think it is. I'm going to give the six to Tulsa, who's reeling. Or Tulane, I mean, right? Tulane, who's reeling. Yeah, there we go. Two programs, opposite directions. Houston. There it is. Let's get our weekend started, Tommy. <laughs> uh, I think Cincinnati's on a come down. Sky high last week. Get the biggest win in program history. They go into South Bend, beat up Notre Dame, dominate the game. Had to have been euphoric because they are smack dab in the middle of the college football playoff discussion. And it doesn't matter that you and I think that when they get into that playoff, which they likely will, they're going to be favorites in the remainder of their games. But when they get in, if they get in, I suppose, uh, we do know they're probably going to get blown out. But it, it doesn't matter. Because they, they're going to become the first group of five team to get into the college football playoff. Ah, but are they? Define well, I don't blowout. Know. I, I don't know. Oh, blowout? Well, okay. Is it north of 24? Is it no, north of 30? Neutral field game, Cincinnati versus Georgia. I think that Cincinnati's defense might keep it within three three full scores at 24. And I'm just wondering if you would define, say, oh, I don't know, 31-7 to 7 as a blowout. That's a pretty big blowout. Okay, that's well, a, 24 points, yeah. That's a pretty big blowout. All right. Um, 31-7 to 7 is pretty lopsided. It's lopsided. Yeah, yes. it's lopsided. But I didn't know. Sometime, I'm not saying 50 to nothing. Some of us define blowouts as, you know, 49 to 10, oh, not, okay, not so 31 to 7. Is, I wonder, uh, if, I guess for gambling purposes, is there now, it, these days everything is officially defined to varying degrees. I wonder, is there, because you have non-garbage time and garbage time. Right, and, right. Like, the stats, the way that we add things now, and, and I like it because it's very specific. You can look into numbers and decide whether or not you value them based on the situation. But I wonder, have we... As a now society that embraces gambling and no longer runs for the hills and clutches the pearls, uh, do we, have we defined what a blowout is? Mm. No, but we might need to I, go to the uh, research I, lab I, and create a I, definition. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually curious to that. Would you? What are? You, it sounds to me like your definition. i serious. Is 24 points right? It's probably in excess of 24 points. Yeah. So yeah. right on the nose at 24, you're like, that's eh, yeah. a blowout. 25. Now that's a blowout. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's right. Okay, you know the game okay. that you say well, where, there's a number, yeah, right, yeah, where you're like, oh, would you do it for ten grand? How about nine thousand nine hundred? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a fun 25 game. Twenty-five feels about right because now you're into the four-score territory. <laughs> okay, you don't agree. I don't know. I mean, I, that sounds about you feel like right. twenty-four is a blowout. It's pretty lopsided. I think we're going to be on the other end of twenty-four this weekend. Oh, thereabouts, buddy. Thanks. No, I do. I uh, what did I tell you at the War Chant report? Thirty-eight seventeen. Yeah, thirty-eight seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I think we're. It could get ugly. I, uh, Tom, you looked at the film. I did. It does not. What match. worries me is, hey Downs. man, they're all wrong for us, baby. Yeah, yeah. The receiver worries me more He's than anything else. He is, and he could catch the ball any way you like a receiver to make mm-hmm. a play. He will over the middle in traffic outside the numbers on a fly, inside breaking routes, outside breaking routes. Great body control. And zero to sixty speed it reminds me he was the fifty third player overall I think in the rivals twenty twenty class. He's a class. good player, yeah. And he was the ninth best receiver. 
in that class, yeah, and he looks like it. And it reminds me of what we don't have. Not even one of those guys. And he's not huge. He's not six foot three. He's like five ten, five eleven. But he does quick as a cat. He does everything right. He does everything right with the football. He there there are drops on occasion, but man, the the variety of what he brings to the table is what scares me more than how. So if we if we pressure enough, I think we can keep that margin down from twenty one. I think you have that at thirty eight seventeen. Might be able to keep that margin a little closer, but he's the one who scares me, no doubt. Uh, I don't. We don't cover poor receivers. Uh, it's going to be tough to cover a good one. Uh, so I, I, sorry, gang. I don't have a lot of hope moving forward for this game. I think even if we thought that that back end was being coached well, and I don't. But even if we thought they were, hey, but what if they cut to it? ESPN three thirty, maybe a couple minutes behind because mm-hmm. college football takes four hours every window now. Mm-hmm. Welcome to a rainy Chapel Hill. Pouring rain is our best chance. Yes, yes. Let's see if this can become an uglified game. I agree with you. This needs to be nasty because that is the one area of hope. And I'll finish my bets. That's the one area where you have a margin of uh, of hope, uh, and that is that this defensive line, which Again, it infuriates me that we lost a member of this defensive line that was playing well and had worked hard in the offseason and made real strides to a cheap shot. And I will remind everybody next year when we play Louisville that we need to call for blood. I mean, Mike is too classy to do it, but I would tell my players to intentionally injure Louisville players. I would say, we're no bones about it, guys. I want you all to know where I stand on this. I want you all to intentionally injure their players. Now, that's what Coach Cameron would do. Or a player. Maybe multiple players. Oh, really? Oh, oh. hey, listen, it's the it's the um, you know they take one of your you, they whatever it was they well, send one yeah. of yours to the hospital, you send one of theirs to the morgue. Oh my! Yeah, remember the speech, all right, Sean Connery. Uh, so this is this is it. This is I'm like, well, an eye for eyes, ears, and the nose. Yeah, we, that's what you we're say. We're doubling down. We're letting you know. You don't you don't roll. We don't roll like that, man. That was intentional. That was intentional. That's that Jeff Cameron nil money. <laughs> we're taking some guys out. Uh, anyhow, maybe maybe not multiple time. Maybe you could talk me off the edge there. Well, we'll, we'll let you calm down in the off season. But one, but somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. At least one guy. I'm t- well. I'm not saying all the guys. I'm saying at least one, one guy. One of their good players. Maybe one guy. Yeah, got to go. Pick a guy. I'll let you guys pick it. Like, let, well, let Norvell walk up to Satterfield and go. You pick him. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Yeah, because somebody's going down today. Yeah, it's got to be on your two deep mm-hmm. because he was certainly on our two deep. Yeah, Scott, he was. Fuller was on our two deep. Do I need to show or you the break? I just have Sorry. him here on my phone. I'm so I've mad I right called here. him Fuller. I got him right here on my phone. Look at that. What do you think of that, Satterfield? Look at that cheap shot. Now, if that guy is still playing for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it's easy. Go. Then it's, it's easy. Very easy. He's but yeah, go. how about he walks out to him with that photo. So when the ESPN cameras grab <laughs> that odd yeah, interaction yeah, yeah, yeah. between the head coaches and he walks out with a stern look, mm-hmm. just shows him. It's an iPad. He shows him the whole pad. <laughs> <laughs> he points at it. And he points at it. He's like, so you know what's coming here today, Scott. Have a good game. Answer for this. And then jog on over. Oh, I would have already sent him a screenshot several times over. He'd be getting random emails like on a Wednesday three weeks from now. Remember this? Remember this? Son of a bitch. Remember this? That, that's, that's what it would be. This looks the same, but I rolled it three frames <laughs> forward. <laughs> Look at my guy. Still getting cheap shot, isn't he? Doesn't change much, does it, Scott? Uh, Temple plus 29 because Cincinnati's euphoric. So they're going to come down. That's not a siren. Yeah, Cincinnati's a top 10 team. That's now They're now in play. Yeah, but I'm saying Temple plus 29 yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. He's talking about the nature of the bet. 
I like it. Marshall minus 21 against Old Dominion. <laughs> I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Preemptive. You hit that as I was bringing the game yeah, up. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see if you're going down the order, that's the last college one. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, if you got this earlier in the week, you didn't have to give up 21. You only had to give up 19, and that's when I got it. That's when Jeff Cameron got it, baby. 19. You got to jump on the line early. Now it's all the way up to 21, but I'll still lay it. I'll still lay the 21. Old Dominion, who I correctly predicted last week, Tom, do you remember this? I said, I gave you that scenario. Those were the poor bastards that came all the way back against Buffalo down 35 to 7.5 and and then lost the game because the kid missed the extra point, which is ruthless, by the way. I said, well, they're too crestfallen. There's no way they'll keep it within three. They can't bounce back. And they didn't. Now, it was close. It was closer than I thought. They have a little bit more heart than I gave them credit for, but they did not cover. Okay. So now they're really brokenhearted is what you're saying. Well, they were always bad. And hapless. They were always bad. It reminds me of a legendary Joe Tessitore call, and I bring this up once a year. It's Spurrier going to Mizzou, SEC East Battle. And Mizzou, I think they either score late to tie, and it's the same situation. Got an extra point. Mm Mm-hmm. Or they're settling for a 20-yard field goal to tie the game. Whatever it is. But it's a chip shot. Off the foot. And it's not even close. <laughs> and Tess goes, no, no! <laughs> Just like that. A professional broadcast. Yeah, Here yeah, it is. Yeah. For the tie. No, oh, no! And Spurrier just kind of trots to the 50. He's like, I don't know. That's a hell of a kick. Uh, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Yeah, handshake. Hey, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I say it every time you bring up Joe Tess, but our audience has to hear it every time because it still makes me smile. I got a text from Joe Tessator when I was hosting College Football Live on Sirius XM. And I, how you know, you know the amount of work Joe Tessator had to do to get my phone number? Well, maybe not a lot. Just call in to the producer, maybe. But, I mean, still, that's what a nice guy. Richard, who is this guy who's hosting on Saturday afternoons? You know, he's like, this is Joe Tess. And it's the, Tess. Yeah, it's oh, Tess. Oh, it's, no it's, 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 it's Tess. just Tess. I'm doing that show. I'm locked in. I don't know what game I was talking about. My phone buzzes. It's next to me on my right because the producers on SiriusXM, when they want to talk, this is long before we had uh, the ability to, to do the StreamYard stuff or any of the stuff that we do now. They now require us all to be on those Zoom calls when we host shows. So the producer that you're looking at, my producer now, Tom. Oh, really? Yeah, did I tell you this? My producer now for the PGA Tour show is uh, a guy named Carlos, and he's in Tampa. And he's a huge he's a huge Lightning fan. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's really cool. I used to have a producer out of Washington, D.C., and prior to that, New York, and prior to that, L.A. So now we just, we're in Tampa, which is great. All right. But... And it changes occasionally. A bit of a downgrade of a city compared to the other. Yeah, and, yeah, and that, speaking what, as a native. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? But anyhow, he's there, and during breaks, we he, during hockey season, he'll give me updates on the score when I'm hosting the show. But anyhow, this was before we were doing that. And so you had to have your phone so that you could get a text if you were in segment. If the producer said you're overmodulated or you got to do something with your sound or whatever it is on the, on the, on the uh, box. Uh, so... I ended up uh, looking at the phone, and the, it's just Joe Tess texting me, telling me that he was laughing about something I said and that I was doing a good job. I have to know <laughs> who this host is. <laughs> so anyhow, I'll always have that. Uh, NFL two games, Jets-Falcons over. That's the game in London. They don't exactly incentivize us to get up very early to watch this game, do they? It's a 9 a.m. kickoff. Uh, we, we all celebrated the lone good thing about shipping off these games to London, which I still I still don't get. I, I understand you're trying to grow the sport. They're not going to play professional football in England. They're not. We tried it. It doesn't work. It's ridiculous. But what, anyhow, you don't want to see the Leeds Man City NFL 
game next year? No, I don't. Two years from now? No, and it's just dumb. But anyhow, the thing is about it, um, what I thought was interesting was that um, that that the number goes to the over in these London games something like 68% of the time. It's crazy. I thought the opposite was true. Yeah. I would have guessed the under overwhelmingly. Totally. Yeah, dude's just falling down. Yeah, the grass is yeah. always so damn slippery. They it have is. the slipperiest grass in the world. It's on like these the grass fields. at Whistling Straits. It's crazy. You've got to be careful. <laughs> you got to be on edge. But uh, I guess defenders are falling down and people are running free. So I'm taking the over 46 with these two hapless teams, the Jets and the Falcons, and then Tennessee giving four and a half to Jacksonville. I don't think Tennessee's very good this year. They've got real problems. They've got injury problems. Go figure. Hey, imagine that um, certain receiver isn't healthy again. I mean, that guy is built like a Greek god, but he is never, ever, ever healthy, and it bothers me. Yeah, or a hero named Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well played. Uh, so I took Tennessee because uh, Jacksonville obviously is a mess. They're stuck. They're stuck in a terrible situation. they got to play out the rest of this year with that jackass of a head coach. And imagine taking the field. You know, you, you got to be a professional. I get it. You're paid handsomely, and they probably do respect the owner. But, I mean, God, I would hate it. I would hate to have to take instruction from that clown. Well, I told Trevor, you know, got to be careful. I am glad. There have been multiple articles now that have come out that I read in the last 24 hours. Because I was appalled when we originally read that quote. When when he was quoted, when he was asked the question about, uh, you know, his behavior and understanding that it hurt the team and that, it's a distraction, and a head coach should never be a distraction. In the midst of all of that stuff, the first thing you say, you drag Trevor Lawrence's name into your apology? Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Exactly what Urban Meyer always what does. What are you doing, man? It's crazy. I mean, can you imagine if you were Trevor Lawrence and that's you're, you're watching your head coach, and the first thing he says is to bring your name into this debacle? Alongside this debacle? Well, after he says he always cares about his players. Oh, first, yeah. Right. Let me well, of course, because I care. You know, I care about the players, and I just, you know, I mean, Trevor went to Las Vegas for. What are we doing? Take my name out of your mouth. And I got some shaky texts. I like mean, I don't know what he was up to. <laughs> Certainly less wholesome things than I was. You it's know. crazy. Just people wanted pictures. They just wanted to take pictures. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. It's nuts. Anyhow, I don't think they're going to play for him all year. That that you sail on good. I mean, that's it. That, could they go 0-17? Mm, I don't know. They, they lost to the Texans to start the I know, year, and that's a bad team. It's enough of a ragtag bunch that your point about having to effort, it's the Vilma point you brought up yesterday on the show, where if you've got a lot of guys who aren't proven and they just have to play no matter who they the gotta coach play is. they got to play hard. they got to play hard. they got to put real tape out there. Yeah. yeah. they got another chance against Houston. One more time. Here's your win. Yeah, because that kid at quarterback. Whew. Yeah. No, no, well, he wasn't ready. He wasn't no, supposed to be no, out there that no, soon. No, no, no. I don't know that uh, this is. Uh, mm, mm. All right, let's talk about Florida State's game. We'll do it next. Jeff Cambridge, 933 Real Talk, Radio Warchant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Good slate of games this weekend, but we'll talk about Florida State's game here for a minute. I think you can tell from my initial uh, comments and really the way I've talked this week that I don't I don't particularly like our chances in this game, but although it is supposed to rain and maybe we can get some chaos due to inclement weather. That is the real hope. I, I, I do look for things every week, though, even in the midst of all this um, – Losing in, in tragedy, although we did win this last game, but uh, even that was ugly. But I'll, I'll take it. I don't think we win this game, but I've been impressed by a couple of things. And one of those things is that Florida State, somehow, without the hint of a passing game, has been able to average over 200 yards a game on the ground. Uh, 201, 202 yards a game on the ground. Uh, that is rather remarkable. Well, and if you look at our aptitude in blocking, again, PFF is not the gospel. It's no, it's not, a tool, though, again. But it's a tool where people are dedicating their time to it. If you look at the way we block, it's stunning that we produce at that level. Well, they create angles, man. They don't win battles physically. They win it because of schematics, and that is the positive news when looking at this offense. Atkins and even to an extent Dillingham and these guys, Norvell, are able to get blood from a stone. They're able to find ways to move the football relatively well. It's not a great offense, but they don't have good pieces to the puzzle, and yet they're running the ball to the tune of over 200 yards per game. Now, they don't throw it well, and their average pass attempt is under six yards per attempt. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus. That's not good, Tom. They don't have receivers that win battles. It's totally believable, though. Oh, sure. There's I mean, sometimes it, you hear a number and you go, that can't be right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that can be right. Well, I gave a number today on the War Chant Report. It turned out to be incorrect, so I had to correct myself. But the correction didn't exactly stir me in a positive direction. I said that Florida State had lost 12 straight road games. Uh, it turns out they won one of their last 12. Last 13. Last 13. They're 1-12 yeah. in their last 13 road games. The one road win was the game against Boston College. And was that by a point? Uh, it was by a little bit more. We had the late score from oh, Jordan Travis right. to yeah. ice it. Yeah. But Remember, either way. We had that event at a location that's no longer working with us for those types of things, but uh, I, I bought a beer, a pint of beer for the first five people of age. Remember you that? sure did. That was the game, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was an ugly game. Oh, ghastly. <laughs> but Anyhow, we took it. We did we win it. Took we took it. We did win it. Yeah. So... To the point about them not throwing the ball well, uh, they average less than 185 yards passing a game. Uh, in the modern era, that is breathtakingly poor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you're yeah. running the option, that is breathtakingly poor. Uh, so well, why do I bring it up? Well, I bring it up because, again, when you're as one-dimensional as Florida State is and you're as inept as they are in, in certain areas on the field uh, in terms of uh, lacking real talent, and you're as beat up as this team is. And they are really, really riddled with injury. This is a team that is I, – I just don't understand. I don't, I don't want to be the guy that attributes something negative to a person, per se, like as opposed to just dumb luck, right? Now, I know you're a fan of the New York Mets, and for a long time your training staff was the king of not helping people feel better when they got hurt and or – trying to get guys on the field too soon when they come back from injury only to have them lost for the year. You guys did a lot of that. Yeah, it was uh, defying 
you know, conventional modern medicine. Like a lot of a lot of times, <laughs> and this is before social media really took off. Yeah, a yeah. lot of times, you'd have people going on TV saying, "I don't know what they're doing. They're going to get him hurt." And then he would get hurt. Next game, the guy is just in writhing in pain between first and second base because of a small tissue injury. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then and then he was lost for the year. Right. Yeah, and, and then, that happened over and, and over, over and over again. Absurd. Yeah. So what's happened with this team being so uh, addled uh, with with these injuries and 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 and. and Fans are frustrated. I'm very frustrated because we're not good to begin with, and then we got the, the, some decent players are all hurt. It's maddening. But they want to blame our strength and conditioning coach, and I, I don't think that's accurate. I don't think he's doing anything to cause these injuries. But we do lash out because we're frustrated. We have had some guys that are being asked to play probably before they're ready, um, and, and so that maybe has been a reason that we've had some guys get banged up. Uh, they're physically not ready to perform. But it is it is frustrating. I think in the trenches, too, you, you put a lot of pressure on these guys in practice because we don't have enough bodies to have multiple offensive lines. Like I don't know that they run any extra reps, but you're talking about a lot more pressure against a lot more good players day in, day, in, day out in practice. It's not about the 12 games necessarily. Remember, it was a few years ago when, uh, well, more than that now, one preseason camp, Jimbo said, it's nice to have enough linemen that we could have, you know, have ones, twos, and threes. Have a real like, practice. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. We haven't had that, but maybe one season in the last 10 or 12? Maybe? Yeah, I. it's frustrating um, just to see this play out this way because it's it's one thing to say, well, they should do this or we should do this. And, and, and I, and, you know, I get it. Everybody, we're all, we want more production. And we think, well, that's not working, so maybe we'll try another thing. And the worst thing in the world is to have to fall back into this defeatist mentality. And nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to just go, well, that's the way it is. We're not any good. But I have. I have. Oh, just, yeah, you I, have. I 100% just, well, nope, they're not any good. That's the deal. We're not at all. Nope. Not going to win games. Not going to happen. They, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm able to do that. And still look for positive things in the midst of the losses. And I'll be doing that again this Saturday because we're not beating North Carolina, Tom. But, but, uh, again, deluge aside. All right, uh, all right. Okay. Well, what about the power of Mac Brown? Come on. He's got some powers he can Man, summon. Man, I, I hope you're right. Uh, I would say this. Um, if I'm Mac Brown, well, no, that's not true. I forgot about the whole alma mater thing, so he's not going to do that. But if I were him, boy, I, I, I think I'd run this thing up. I'm about tired oh, of Oh, he should. He if should. he has the if ability. If he has the opportunity, he should. But You've got to send a message to your players. They're not good enough right now. And I watched his Monday press conference mm -hmm. in which he said, you know, I, I think we're living too much in the past with last year's offense, expecting that we can do the same things. We don't have those players. No, We've got to find out who we NFL are. Running backs, two NFL receivers. No, you don't. Now, as a North Carolina fan, I might say it's taken you more than a month to figure out that you don't have the weapons you did last year. Right. That, that screams of great coaching. But Max retort would be: if we get the chance, then we have to define who the hell we are. We've got to well, step scored, on that gas. They scored damn near sixty points against Virginia's defense. They did, which is not good. No, their defense is terrible. Yeah, have you seen ours? So it's better than that. It is better than Virginia's. It is statistically better than Virginia's, by the way. Yep. It is legitimately. That's not me just saying this like willy nilly, like I want it to be true. It is a better defense it, than Virginia's. As a run defense, is pretty good. Like against the curve of college football, yeah. it's actually good. But I worry that they're look. The back end isn't good. Hasn't been good. We've got some questionable guys back there uh, who yep. who aren't. Not all of them. I want to be very careful. 
There's plenty, there's some good kids back in that room that are working their ass off, but there's some others that are not dependable. And agreed. Uh, and that is very disappointing. And um, I think, uh, buddy, if you've got some kids that aren't, say, bought in on the back end, and uh, and some others who aren't available. Uh, for various reasons, some of them legitimate, as such as injury, uh, and you're having to play a bunch of hodgepodge, just makeshift. Hey, this guy's not really a safety, but I have to play him at safety because we have to have a safety. You know, if you're doing some stuff like that against this passing attack with that receiver, and you aren't getting home, which we might get home, but boy, we're gonna have to get home for four quarters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that guy is gonna pick us apart, and you know our linebackers can't cover. Just a bad man. It has to be the front four and the front four only. I would try to shorten this game. God, would I try to shorten this game. I would do everything in my power. Well, to, I mean, obviously, easier said than done. I would desperately find a way to just run the ball. I would The quarterback run. I'm Jordan Travis, if you're able-bodied, we are going to shoot you up if. with Tordal. Yeah, that's right. And you are going to go out there and run. I mean, we're just trying to steal a game here. Who knows? Maybe. Third and three is two down territory anywhere except maybe inside our own 25, too. Because what does that do that all, that offers you only the opportunity? If, only if you can run tempo. If they get a chance to line up, you're not getting that first down. They're not a great defense, though. Well, but they've got a good defensive tackle, and I don't see it. And we have a an offensive line that is ass. So I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not lining up behind that to get three. If you've got RPO in that situation, you run RPO in that situation. You count and you yeah. make a throw. Okay, so or you you trust you, you <laughs> buddy around the line of scrimmage. Yes, what I saw to him and Cam McDonald last week playing a two man game. Yeah, I think he can navigate those throws. I'm not asking him to hit a you know 30 yard post on third and three or ever. Well, I need him to because he had one last week. It was a touchdown. He had the nine though. You got to get those nines. I mean, goodness gracious! It's I mean, it's a perfect route. He shakes him. The kid's in the wrong leverage. He's got an entire side of the field to throw to, plus an end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, miss horizontally. Don't Good miss vertically. God, man. Yeah. You cannot. If I'm doing him, I come out of the booth. I mean, I am flipping out in that moment. People get mad at Dilly. I'm like, he just schemed up a wide open, well, as wide open as we can hope to get with our guys, receiver, and all he's going to do is lead him. It's a touchdown. Dilly's like, you see these perfect frames? These these frames? I, do you need them? <laughs> I've got to tell you, that would be tough to go and have to do that press conference. They have to answer those questions about the lack of productivity. I'd be like, let's watch this video, guys. Say here. Now, this is a brilliant play call, if I do say so myself. We set it up from earlier in the game. Jimbo did that back in the yeah, day, he did, didn't he? A couple times. I remember one time being over at Jimbo. We, we were over there. Uh, I don't know why. He called like three or four members of the media into, in. Into his office so he could yep. show you film. Of he wanted to show us that um, it wasn't the call. <laughs> he was. I'm not an a hole. Yeah, look, this is a perfect call, guys. You don't believe me? Check it out. Here we go. Turn those lights off, Jim. Here we go. Bam! Look at this touchdown. It's out the gate. But look at dumbass. Look at dumbass over here. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Is that verbatim? Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> He, when we used to do the Sunday conversation, and I'm talking to him before, I'm like, Coach, are you ready? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm ready. And then we're getting ready to go on, and he's like, you would not. Let me tell you something, Coach. He'd call me Coach sometimes. He'd go, let me tell you something, Coach. 
If you could be in my office right now, you'd be so mad. You, if you saw what I just looked at, you would be beside yourself. Do you know we had 21 points we left on the field? Just, just dumbass things. Just kid going the wrong way. We rep it all the time. You know that. He would just, and he would go on and on and on. No, I don't. No, 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 we can't we, see that you're allowed to. Yeah, it would crack me up though. I mean, I, I had to get up and walk around. I just, it, it, it you don't understand. It's a touchdown. See, people don't realize <laughs> well, one of his favorites. Society. Jeff Cambridge, Show 93, 3 Real Talk, Radio Warchant TV. You know when you have to make a hard choice, like between chocolate brownie fudge or lavender ice cream? Well, where it gets really tough is choosing an internet and wireless carrier. Like, do you choose fast gig speed internet or one that blocks malware? And then what about wireless? Do you choose unlimited with 5G or the most reliable network nationwide? Or wireless that's number one in customer satisfaction? Well, with Xfinity, you don't have to choose because you can get all of that with Xfinity. It's internet and wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. Get Xfinity internet and mobile together for $35 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 10-11-21. Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After-term regular rates apply. Compares optimized pricing to top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Chef Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. A couple of questions that were asked in the chat um, that I that I didn't get to and I wanted to uh, to answer here. Um, I hope I say your name right. Is that Atherin? Uh, writes, are we getting rid of the ones who have not been going all in after the year's in, in your opinion? Uh, well, one's leaving um, anyhow, but uh, I, I, uh, it's a tough answer because you, you're, you're not too terribly talented. Um, you, you don't have loads of depth um, in terms of experience. You've got athletes, you've got some bodies, but in terms of game experience and success and all that, you don't have a ton of it. So getting rid of players can be difficult. But I understand what you're asking, in essence, is, uh, hey, if guys aren't bought in by now. Yeah, this is where I get frustrated. And what good is it doing you? Yeah. What good is it doing you anyway? That that is a position group that you know. That's the one that sets me off. Every year we talk about how good they're going to be. And they might be talented, but if some of the group, not all the group, but if some of the group is not bought in, the hell, man. What are we doing here? We're just spinning our wheels about uh, your about your potential. Who cares? In the win, asked about. Uh, I thought they were all bought in per novel. Yeah, well, they haven't quit. There's no quitting. Uh, that's true. That that that, that is accurate. Um, there's just some guys that are a little, couple guys, couple guys, are a little bit selfish, a little bit selfish. I don't think it's that they don't want to compete. Um, you know, I, I you're gonna have listen on any team. 
you're going to have some guys that maybe don't like a position coach or don't like an assistant if some for some reason. I mean, I, every team I ever played for, there were plenty of coaches I didn't like. Um, plenty. Uh, but you played hard, didn't you? Yeah, but yeah, because did you I prepare. Yes, I did all of those. Well, because uh, how can you not? You show up on time, of course, of course. Yeah, how These could are basic how, things aren't yeah, they? How can you not? Also, though, everybody is you know, if you're in a healthy environment and you're taught the right way early on to compete and to and to function and to to work with others and and how to get a you know how to navigate. Um. Uh, relationships that are, you know, wrought with the, uh, you know, problems, uh, you know, then it gets easier to to kind of look inward and fix some things. But if you're not in put in that situation and and you've been in a toxic place, you know, maybe maybe it's not as easy. So I do give some people a little bit of leeway. Also, if you got guys who have uh, family situations that are tough, you know, I mean, you never know that either. And I just think Florida State's been a little snake bit, a little bit unlucky in some ways. Uh, now there, there, there are there are probably a couple of guys that I would tell to have a good day. That no matter what, I'd be like, okay, well, listen, yeah. I'm not interested in the reasons. I just can't abide by it. I agree. If you guys want to go back and find uh, one of my concerns leading into the season, perhaps in, in the defense, that might be a guy that that I circled. But you're right. I mean, there are some extenuating circumstances. And in the case of Florida State, I don't know that we're unlucky in that situation. Maybe it's the reason that that player is available to go to Florida State, even though they're highly rated recruiting wise instead of going to Alabama mm-hmm. or Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's like Leonard Hamilton's teams these days. He can turn away the fours and five stars that he doesn't want because yeah. he's got a culture and he's got an idea of what he wants to build. So if you're not a fit and you are going to put up a fight about playing less than 30 minutes a night because, you have, because you're a five-star, you automatically uh, you, get those? You take it all down you're not for us, man. No, no. You're not for us. And, but he gets out in front of it and tells them to. And, you know, I mean, some of the guys that are, are guys that he's inherited, other guys, you know, you, you maybe didn't find that out about. Maybe, so. a, well, maybe a guy who went number one overall didn't play here at all. Maybe he played up at Georgia. Maybe that guy had an attitude that didn't completely fit the team concept that we're trying to push here. That's correct. At Florida State. And that's where you have to take those chances if you're a have-not. You got to get as many, you know, good athletes as you can, but sometimes those kids just they don't turn out, man. Well, this is where getting that class and and the vast majority of them uh, in here and to 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 say yes is going to be vital because you're not a year away from competing. So, can we raise the level of talent and change and shift the attitude? Most of the people, I think, have really bought in and continue to work hard. You're not hearing a lot of reports from other segment groups in regards to buy-in and work work ethic. You, you, you hear those kinds of conversations around the back end of this defense. But no, nowhere else, nowhere else. I mean, I have no question that everybody else is working their ass off. And I even think that in practice, that group that I'm kind of negative on you know, they. It's not like they're not participating. They're not. Right, they're not right. pulling a Dante Lucas and like pouting and walking over and sitting on his helmet. This is true. There are There's different of shades that. of it. Yeah, yeah. Not David Kelly just standing at the end zone after <laughs> he's replaced mean mugging the practice. Yeah, yeah. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show on War Chant TV is brought to you in part by Lane's Medical Shop with locations in Colquitt and Donaldsonville. Lane's Medical Shop offers all your medical supply needs. They even have delivery and emergency services available. Lane's Medical Shop, 229-758-9111. If you tell them I sent you, uh, you'll get a warchant.com, uh, or, excuse me, us or 
me or Warchant.com. You say that, you'll get half off discount. So. There you go, Lanes. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Eric. Uh, Redemption Thursday. Sod game this weekend. Really like our chances of pulling the upset Saturday. I uh, appreciate you uh, contributing as always, Woo! Eric. Uh, okay, so I was reading Eric's uh, contribution. His sentiment did not mirror my sentiment. I wish that it did. I don't like our chances. Um, I don't like our chances this this Saturday at all. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be a tough day. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it really does. I mean, I, I it, it's it feels like that. Hey, you know what's going to happen? I think it's tonight. Is it tonight? Am I right about this, James Blackman? On your TV? Arkansas State? Is that right? That's got to be right because I was looking at uh, player props for the week. That's part of a project I do on Warchant.com called yeah. Sporting Knowles. And his name was the first one on the list, and they go chronologically. So that's that's got to be correct. He is, uh, he is in action tonight. You can watch the game, James Blackman, at Arkansas State. Uh, the Red Wolves. He's thrown so far this year for a little over 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. Not a great QBR. He hasn't been great. The old uh, 41 QBR, good for about 100th in the country. That's that's not real good. Yeah, 100th but, in the country. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Better than, if you would have guessed, where is he going to place in the country? Yeah, so right around there. You probably, probably would have said 200, 250. Uh, yeah, that's not a good team. That's a, that's a one-win squad there. But, uh, hey, I wish him well. And uh, my, my hope is that he is uh, prospering and, and doing well uh, at uh, Arkansas State, the Red Wolves. Percent chance that the sod comes home as Eric is, is trying to will into being. Less than, less than 10%. All right, so you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, there's a chance, but I'm going to go with less than 10%. Hour number two, forthcoming. Stay with Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchat TV.